It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Luke and Pete Shaw, I don't care what episode it is, I never have. I'm Pete Donaldson, I'm joined by Luke Moore. What Hello. have you got in your hand, Luke? Why are you, why are you messing around with bits of paper? It's a hand, well, partly because if this were a Friends episode, it would be titled The One Where the Internet Stopped Working. Mm. Uh, it's barbaric in this office today. We've gone analogue. I've gone hard copy. Hard And I've got copy. a piece of paper here, and I'll mm. give you more context on it later, right. that just simply says, six or more woodlice observed at one time require an aircraft to be grounded for disinfestation. Right. So, let's take this down. The old uh, cheesy wigs, or whatever they're bloody called, <laughs> or, or the pill the pill beasts. That pill the, bugs. Um, I've got a couple more emails Americans. about woodlice later, actually. Yeah, um, yeah we've become the um, primary authorities on woodlice, and I never expected us to be so. Take it, um, man. Take this, it. Well, it started from your boring story, and we just wow. went from there, really. Wow. Um, it's proven to not be boring now, brother. Why would woodlice be A, on a plane, B, what damage could they possibly do? They don't eat wires. No, true. They'd live in damp areas. Um, uh, we've heard from Pilot Neil. Hello, so, Pilot Neil. And regular listeners to the show will be very excited to hear that. Mm. He has sent us a package, including a letter with partly that handwritten note there that I just mentioned. And we will cover that, but I think we're going to cover it in the second half, Pete, because we've got a structure and we've got to stick to it. Uh-oh. But... Um, it's interesting. Put it that way. You're the one bringing it up. You're the one yeah. talking about Pilot Neil's little note. If you start, if you start a podcast by saying six or more woodlice, mm. get their attention. Get their attention. Get their attention. Um, I have a correction and clarification, and a mere culpa, Pete Donaldson. Oh, am yeah. I the am I the culpable one? Or no, it's me. It's me. Oh, it's me. Then, yeah, you're, you're, see, your eyes lit up then. Yeah, the yes. sigh. Ignore the sigh. Hurt him. Um, so a, a number of people pointed out that when we talked on Thursday. Um, of course, it's Monday, 28th of January today. Uh, Thursday, we did a show and we talked about cruise ships. There was a story in the news mm. about a couple of uh, people on a cruise uh, getting into their room and finding another couple in flagrante. In for vagina air. They were fucking. They was um, fucking. And um, we talked a bit about what it would be like to be on a cruise. And in it, I said, you know, when an illness goes around the cruise ship, it's disastrous and it's terrifying. It's a terrifying. nightmare. Can't get away. Yeah. I but, remember... But the... what I actually said, sorry, but what I actually said was... Um, Oh, if I found that someone had food poisoning, I'll go up to them and I'd snog them to try and catch it. Right. I do know you can't catch food poisoning. I meant like a bug, like a norovirus or something. Why I didn't mean you... food poisoning. It's not contagious, is it? What if they still had the rotten um, chicken in their mouth? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be affecting them, would it? Because it wouldn't be in their stomach. No, but if you kissed fragments. them and you got a fragment of chicken. Fragments of the carcass. Fragments of the carcass. Great album. Caught under the... Uh, Great album, then. Caught under a pallet. 
Yeah, so I, I obviously meant like norovirus or something like that. All right, okay. So I just right. want to clear that up. I apologise to those I've offended. Um, Maybe you've never seen Luke's kissing technique. It involves a lot of biting. Come and meet me later, mother. <laughs> Do check out at Luke and Pete Show Twitter uh, handle for that and for my um, kiss, kissing technique. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> we just got him kissing a big watermelon we've cut a big notch out of. It's, just, it's weird. Well, you, speaking of that, actually, um, you just reminded me of something. What, cutting a hole into a watermelon. Is sort this of. that where it's going to go? Sort of. Okay. It's going to take a hard left just before that, okay. but it is going to go that sort of direction. Yeah, I've, um, heard, I've heard yours does that. I've got. I've only got about four friends. Okay. One you know that. You know that yeah. because I think as an adult, it's very difficult to maintain a good friendship with people. It's difficult. It's just like yeah. plate spinning. Exactly. Exactly. Really hard. I never trust anyone who's over the age of thirty and has got about two hundred friends. It can't be good friends. You. Got... <laughs> Anyway, that's not the that. point. The, um, but I've got a WhatsApp group with the group and uh, with my pals, and um, we just obviously shoot the shit, use your stuff. But one, I got an email. I didn't get an email actually. I got a letter through the post mm. about two weeks ago, and it was a taskmaster type thing, right? Um, and I got given an instruction mm. to do a food portrait of my own face, take a photo of it, and email it to this this Gmail address, right? And my friends on the group got the email as well, mm. and we've all done it. And we've always been, um, we've almost been, well, we have been brought into this taskmaster kind of situation, right? With our friends, with no planning, didn't know it's going to happen. We've all gone along with it, and um, I, I was supposed to hand my, my, email my photo of my food face portrait by yesterday night, and I did it, and now I'm waiting to hear the results back. Can I see it? Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why this is how saw. This is how, you know when I think it's in saw two where people fall in a big. Pit, I think you're going to be happy with that pit of um. Sur- <laughs> That's pretty good to be fair. I mean, what have you used for the eyes? Are those olives? Olives with no, no mushroom for a nose. Peppercorns, yeah, mushroom for a nose. That's nice. That's well done. That brown rice for a beard. Wasted a lot of noodles there. Soup, yeah, egg noodles for my hair. Egg noodles, yeah. And uh, ham for a mouth. <laughs> So oh, I'll share that on the Twitter. I'll share that on the Twitter. That's actually quite beautifully done. Yeah, I would sure. expect much less from from you. So, but anyway, done. but I did. The reason that it made me thinking about did you eat um, your own face. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all in the fridge. I want to put it back kissing? in the fridge. <laughs> um, the uh, you know what I did because I'm so pathetic. I actually did it after dinner because I, so I wasn't hungry. But anyway, oh, um, but the, what I was going to do when I went to the Sainsbury's to get the ingredients, I thought I'm going to do it on the water. I'm going 3D. I'm going 3D. Oh, were you going to stick the things to the water? Yeah. Right. But I but I, I stopped at the last minute because I thought, I don't know what to use to stick it on. and cause, cause it, I think most of the ingredients would probably just stick on anyway, wouldn't they? Brown rice, mate. No, probably not Do me brown a favour. Probably not brown rice. Do me a favour, love. Um, well, you could, yeah. you so could, st- you could jam it into the flesh, the soft flesh of uh, the slightly yielding um, soft flesh of a, of a watermelon. I just, I just worry... Imagine cutting, you've cut out the mouth, which is ham. Imagine how annoyed that pig would be. That's what it's gone for. That's what it's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I'd die, die for. That. I mean, it's biopsy yeah. size. You could remove it without killing the animal, but. I think we're going to get the vegans on our case. We're again, get yeah. Hello at you... Luke vegans. I hope you ate, at least ate the mouth. It's all back in the fridge, mate. It's all gone back in the fridge. Uh, what? A, 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 you've put a, a depiction of your own lips back in the fridge. I'll put it back in the slot where the slice of ham came from and put it back in there and I'll eat it later. That I'll have is the sandwich dreadful to, I'll have it in the sandwich tomorrow. That is dreadful behaviour. Yeah, can I just say, I think for a 2D, and I will show this on the Twitter, guys, mm. so I know it's not a visual feature, so apologies those who are listening, but very, very quickly before we move on, I think that's a br- pretty good 2D version. Oh, you've done, my... you've done it very well. So okay, I, I'll I, be surprised I, if the Taskmaster doesn't give me good points for that. <laughs> I want to see everybody else's. I can't wait to yeah, see Yeah, same. I'll share those as well. Yeah, so that's what I've been spending my time doing. And yeah. um, ordinarily, wow. I am I am quite busy. But um, 
I wanted to do something this time around on something really funny I found out um, over the weekend. But sadly, because the internet's blooming well down, we have to wait till Thursday. So that's something to look forward to. Mm. It involves feet fetishes. So um, oh, people right, who've got okay. a foot fetish, we'll cover it on Thursday because I need to play a bit of audio. So I'll mm. do it. I'll do it then. Um, on, on Thursday, the show just gone, Pete. We talked a bit about first dates, mm. and we learned that um, you have a track record as someone who takes an actual alarm clock onto dates with you so you can remember the time. Can you have a track record? I mean, that's one. I mean, that's one instance. Yeah, you must have, how many dates have you been on in your life? Yeah, but I didn't do it on every one, did I? What, I don't think I mean I'm being on any dates, to be honest. How many? I, can't, I don't know. Just, by the time you... Because if you're formally going... Us British people don't date. That's why net dating shouldn't work in this country because we, we get drunk, we get off with somebody and then, you know, you're together. And you fall into a relationship and then you get married and then you have a kid. Lovers in the works. air. That's how, that's how it works. I don't think dates really work in England. What are your not. top? What would be your top three tips for those who are interested in getting into dating? Because um, you're a charismatic guy. Don't, well be, a weird, don't be a weirdo. Um, what do you mean by that? Time. What do you mean by that? Well, be on time's a good one. Be, be on time's a good one. Um, no, because I think people who, are mainly lasses who, who talk about their experiences in internet dating, um, just being a normal human being, um, sets you apart from 90% of the people on the internet dating uh, yeah. uh, sites and stuff like that. Um, a friend was on a, a date recently, actually this Friday, and I was out with uh, another mutual friend, and we both have him on his, um, you know, iPhone's got Find Your Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we could see where he was in the Find Your Friends thing, and we were kind of certain that he'd gone back to her house because... He was in just a residential road. This is disgusting. It's disgusting, isn't it? It's terrible. Yeah, this is but probably like, illegal. <laughs> no, he's given us access to it. He 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 knows that we know where he is at ne- any, any yeah. time. And next thing you know, you're rapping on the window. <laughs> Let's have a look. Rapping in the window. Give us a little peek. I don't know how it works. Have you heard back from him or? No, uh, no, no, I don't know. Okay. What a disgusting display of friendship that is. <laughs> what a is. disgusting display of friendship. I thought you were going to say that um, you found he was in the pub next door, so you went in there. <laughs> and ruined it. Yeah, no, just be normal. Um, maybe put some nice clothes on. Be polite. Um, well, don't eat messy food. Do put clothes on. I mean, do yeah. put clothes on. Yeah. yeah, don't eat messy food. Don't eat wings. Don't eat spaghetti. Um, be interested in the other person. Yeah. Ask questions. Yeah, and not and yeah, and don't just don't like ask them a question just so you can. And I've I'm probably guilty of this a little bit where you ask a question just so you can give your own opinion about something you want. You know what I mean? It's like the guy who. I always sort of use the example of the guy who never watch, who doesn't have a telly, who will just talk about television so he can go, I don't have a telly. Yeah. It's, um, it's a great um, Alan Partridge line when um, someone says I don't have a TV and he goes, yeah, I'll say that sometimes. This <laughs> yeah. is a brilliant put down. They say, I don't watch much TV. Yeah, I'll say that sometimes. <laughs> Everyone watches TV. If, if, you, if you are someone who thinks that TV is rubbish, you're watching the wrong TV. I don't think it's rubbish. I just I don't watch a lot of television, but I watch a yeah, lot I'll of that pre, I pre, I watch a lot of pre-recorded shit. Oh yeah, a lot of Netflix, but that counts as telly now. That's, yeah, does, how, yeah. that's how that's how TV is. Oh mate, consumed. listen, it's on demand, but it's TV nonetheless. I watched Green Book last night, and I oh, watched good. the night before. I watched The Black Klansman as well. Okay, talk Def- to me. definitely a theme to my weekend. Racial injustice. Talk to me. <laughs> uh, Black Klansman is quite a fun tale for how heavy the subject is, but then at the end, Spike Lee has put in a horrific bit of footage from the Charleston or Charlestown. Yeah. Um, protests where that um, the Tiki Torches one with the with yeah the, um, where, they, where, yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. that guy um, murdered that woman by driving his car into the protesters an, an incredible bit of footage that um, comes out of nowhere in the film and just 
really wow that put me through the Powerful, I'd yeah. seen it I'd seen it before but I mean jeez wow um, I've heard very good things about Green Book as well it is very good it's it's a bit um, Planes, Trains and Automobiles but with you know obviously racial, racial justice, justice yeah, racial okay. injustice yeah. Um, have you met racial injustice no. he's a real cunt he's a real twat <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I was like, uh, Marshala. Speaking uh, of, um, yeah, he's great. Speaking, and Viggo Mortensen's always good value. Speaking of, um. He sort of talks like this all the way through the fucking film. The, yeah. Is he Italian American in this? He sort of talks like this all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Reckon, uh, Luke and Peter would be as popular if that was what your actual voice was. <laughs> You're big, uh, I'm, I'm scared I might say something that is actually really insensitive. I don't know, because a lot of the films that I've watched where that action is, uh, it's a thing. It's a thing. Speaking of, that is disrespectful to my wife's family. Why? They're Italian American. Are they Italian American? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've met. I've met your wife's dad. Yeah. With his firm handshake. He doesn't yeah. sound Italian American. He is Italian American. Maybe he should forget about it. <laughs> he loves you, so he's not going to get. He's not going to be annoyed about that. Forget about it. Speaking of injustices in 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 films, of a rather more trivial level. Mm. Lots of people make the mistake that um, planes, trains, and automobiles is a Christmas film. Oh, I hear, look, let's not, I never veto any of our subjects, but whether something's a Christmas film or not is the most born, dull argument. It's bad banter. Hello, Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Welcome to my trap. It's a Thanksgiving film. <laughs> it takes oh, place around get, Thanksgiving. trying to get back to Thanksgiving? I'm not trying to have that fucking, oh, let's get some paid for branded content about Die Hard. Right. I'm literally telling you, he's trying to get over Thanksgiving, not Christmas. Okay. Steve Martin. He's got Why? John Candy in the back maybe of the truck. Maybe America shouldn't plan their... Maybe they shouldn't bring in another holiday at a time... Bring excuse in. Excuse me. Bring in another holiday at a time when um, it's snowy and difficult yes. to get back. Gets people um gets Have people Thanksgiving confused. earlier yeah. on. Have it around Easter. Why is nobody trying to get back at Easter? Colleagues have a Christian nation, honestly. True. That is true, actually. Yeah. Oh, I need to get... Nobody ever says, I really need to get back to it for Easter. For Easter Sunday, I want to eat some Easter eggs with my kids. No one has to get back for Easter. No. That's not Home Alone. No. Up yours, America. <laughs> Up yours, Jesus. I do see a lot of your um, rants coming, but I have to say that one did, did blindside me somewhat. <laughs> so, Pete, what do, you want to, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about how that girl fell over on Dancing on Ice? you want to talk about that? Um, Happened at the weekend, the Sunday night? lady from... Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins. She, Proper, just, she just goes and goes, that girl. She just, Proper she face plant, that was. <laughs> yeah, she really went, didn't she? She... Um, yeah, she 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 hurt herself. I I'm quite good at ice skating. I've decided. Hmm. I've uh, you know who's really good as well. Um, Michael Scott out of the office. I've been blown away by how good he is. He was he was what, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. He was approaching um, thinking about being a professional um, goalie um, in the NHL. So there we go. Is that he's, right? He's, he's got he's got an, I think he's got a semi pro record or something like that. Um, my brother-in-law Evan, he's an amazing skater. It's unbelievable to watch him. It's like he was born on the ice. Well, one thing that's interesting about us not having internet in this office at the moment. Right. It's because we're trying to get, again, to use the word, we're trying to be a bit more zeitgeisty by mm. recording and releasing straight away on these shows. I've actually got the BBC website homepage mm. with all the headlines, but I've got no pictures and no context of the story. Mm. So it's, it's quite fun. Remote island mourns death of world's loneliest duck. Wow, and there's no picture. Counselor stands by World War II myth comments. <laughs> Don't think I'll be clicking on that one. Um, I can't. I think I know that one. He... It was probably Holocausty, wasn't it? I can't remember now. This oh no! Oh no! 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 It wasn't. He said um, that we were um, we weren't the most important partner when it came to um, the Second World War. The Americans and the Russians, right, um, were the ones who won won it for us. How about this one, Pete? This could go either way. 
Well, this could literally go either way, right. 50-50. Why Grandad's family were gobsmacked by his past. <laughs> oh, that could be any... Yeah, I think I've seen... Again, I think I've seen that story. Um, Japanese man dated a cockroach, dreamed of having sex with it. You having that? You've made that up. I haven't. Where's that, where's that from? Look at him. His name is Lisa. Um, it's from Sora News 24. Um, my love of Japan never ends. Is that Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when she passed away, he ate her dead body... <laughs> So he could, so she could be a part of him forever. Love is a really crazy thing. For some people, Cupid's arrow comes along when you meet a person you're attracted to. But for others, that special someone doesn't always have to be a human being. By now, you may have heard stories about men tying the knot with virtual wives, lavish wedding ceremonies. But this man dated a cockroach for a year, and he was so smitten he longed to have sex with her. Yuta Shinohara uh, talks about his love for Lisa the cockroach. Um, the he's an Entomophagist. Right. Entomophagist. Either way, he eats and makes dishes uh, using insects, uh, creating insect dishes from scratch and selling them to diners. Deep fried crickets <laughs> is one of his specialities. Well, in which but, case, an insect is the last thing he wants to fall in love with. But he wants, it's like falling in love with an, an omelette, isn't it? Um, so, yeah. yeah, he basically wanted to, um, he, he wanted to have sex with a, um, cockroach. With a cockroach. It's disappointing. And also, I don't. I, I resent the use of the term "dated" because that implies consent on behalf of the cockroach. You don't know, which you, was impossible to obtain. You could, you could say one hiss for yes, two hisses for no. <laughs> if it's a hissing, if it's a hissing cockroach, that said, you can just poke a hissing cockroach and it'll hiss at you. Just, so it could, yeah. they are horrible. Some people things. who want to date cockroaches will read what they want into the reactions. Yeah, exactly. confirmation bias. Leave them cockroaches alone, you dirty cockroach old man. Cockroach bias. What a little monster. Um, why don't we go away for a little breaky? And then when we come back, um, we are going to hear in a pretty spectacular way from your friend and mine, Mr. Pilot Neil. He imagined what it would be like to have sex with her in a fantasy world where she was supersized or either he was miniaturized. How to make a long egg. Chef Keith. Chief Keith. Keith Cooks. Chief Keith. Keith Cooks. He got in touch, didn't he, at one point? Yeah. He was, he was upset with your treatment of him. Yeah, there are very few times that I genuinely, I, you know, I'm a bit of a worrier and um, yeah, I, I, I worried about him not liking what I did. Yeah. But then people will have checked out his videos, surely. I would have got a lot of traction access. out of that, I think. Well, moderate amount of traction. A decent amount more of traction. More traction than he had before. Pete, that, that guy who eats all the Civil War rations, I mean, he's got more, I mean, mind you, he's very popular on he YouTube. He is incredibly he? popular, yeah. yeah. Um, as promised, um, well, generally speaking, if you want to get in touch with us, you tweet us at Luke and Pete Show. And of course, a lot of the stuff we've talked about here will be tweeted about on there, so you can check it out and, yes. and look at it. Particularly my food face portrait, of course. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, generally you email in hello at lukeandpeachshow.com. However, one of our oldest, um, well, one of our most long-term listeners and, our, and one of our closest listener friends. I'm a long-term lover. Pilot Neil. Pilot Neil has, Neil has sent us a cockroach. No, has, 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 has written us a letter mm. and sent it in with a gift. And it is phenomenally good. And I've got it in front of me here and I'm going to read it. Mm. Hard copy. You can hear it, feel it, listen to it, what's embrace this, it. What's this, Sky Spots? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pilot Neil says, uh, Dear Luke and Pete, I've uh, been meaning to send you this for a few months now, but never got around to it. So please excuse the delay. Um, quick point of order before we get started, though. In episode 136, you quite reasonably suggest that Prince Philip will drink only gin. But I can tell you that when flying, his tipple of choice is probably a few tins of London Pride. Oh, nice. There we go. Um, I can't tell you why I think that, he says. Now, when Pilot Neil sent us the letter, it came in quite a heavy box. Mm. And inside the box was a small but weighty package. And when we opened it up, Pete, 
it was aviation speed tape. Mm. The weight of this, it's like, a, it's like, uh, and we will tweet it, but it's like if a roll of tape was made out of metal. It looks, I mean... <laughs> Get a hold of that, Pete. I mean, Luke, that's exactly what it is. Let's admit that. Oh, it clear. is made of metal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's aluminium. Look, you can show, I kind of want to... You know, if you rub, um, if you rub like metal on your filings, don't put it on your fillings. Filling. Yeah, don't put it on your fillings. Um, Pilot Neil goes on to say, "Please enclose a, a please find enclosed, sorry, a roll of something known as aviation speed tape. Quite often, aircraft require temporary repairs to secure loose panels, cover dents in fairings, and so on. And to do that, the engineers will use this speed tape." It sounds a bit dodgy, but it's standard practice. And believe me, it's better than having said panels and fairings come off or start flapping about in flight. It looks like fairly normal aluminium tape, but is certified to stay stuck on through all types of precipitation, extremes of temperature, and speeds beyond Mach 1, which I think is in excess of 750 miles an hour. I just like how terrible it is. I cannot get enough of this. It's so heavy. It's very thin aluminium. It's made by the market leader of uh, Sticky Tape. <laughs> Uh, 3M. It just looks like um, gaffer tape, but it's highly reflective. And I reckon um, if we melted this down, we could make an iPod out of it. We probably could. Um, without going into details, Pilot Neil says, I recently came into possession of this roll of speed tape and now having covered up all the holes and dents in my own life, realised it would make an excellent addition to the drawer toolbox or wherever Pete keeps his thermal paste. Um, I then consider the tape might actually be of more use to you, Luke, as a conversation piece with his in-laws in America. Uh, I can personally vouch for the fact that if you stand three or four New England men around a barbecue with beers in their hands, the talk will eventually, but inevitably, turn to subjects such as truck engines and, of course, adhesive tapes and their uses. Um, thank you very much for that, Neil. He says, keep up the good work, and I hope you enjoyed the tape. Look, I've made, um, some three, I've made two ridges in my own, own body by sticking it to my arm. Man, you like and then kind of it's like industrial light and magic, Steven Spielberg. This shit. is like I've made like Wolverine claws for myself. It's wonderful. There's a PS here. Yeah. Neil says, I hope to have provided you with some iron brew chew bars as well, but the recent search while our trip to Scotland proved fruitless. Is there any truth to the rumour that they're no longer manufactured following a lawsuit by Marty Pello's model girlfriend Eileen Catterson, who claimed they damaged her teeth and were therefore unfit for human consumption? Wow, that's a big shout. Dunno. Um, well, where's he getting that information from? Presumably that's actually true, that she's started a... Well, I hope it is, or in trouble, a aren't we? A class action suit. Um, yeah, it's... I have fantasies that I'll get on a plane that um, Pilot Neil is piloting. But a cockroach is piloting. But <laughs> the cockroach, and I'll have sex with it. Um, I mean, I have stuck... That yeah. is stuck to my skin. Yeah, I don't know why you've stuck that on your own body. Three, two, one. Yeah. Ah, was it painful? Was it painful? No, it's not, too, it's not too sticky. It's taking all the hairs off. It's not too sticky, but I think just the the whole moldability of it means that it uh, holds everything together. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful, Pilot Neil. So Pilot Neil, who, Neil, who's also a pioneer, sending us in mm. things through the post. Um, if you want to do the same, get in touch with us. Hello at lukeandpeach.com. We'll smells, give you our address. Sounds like a workshop. Or tweet us. It does. It's very satisfying to look at and hold, I have oh, to say. It's so wonderfully heavy. Have you got an email there, Peter Donaldson? It's really special. Um, I haven't. Well, I'll tell you what. Hand. I've got one here about woodlice. All right, then. You want it? Give us it. Um, Giz it. It's from Sally and James. Sally and James. Well, I think it's from Sally, actually, but okay. she, she, she signs it off, Sally and James. Um, Dear Luke and Pete, my husband James and I live in Atlanta, a, a city you and I have both visited, Pete. Yes. And we have been listening to the Luke and Pete show since around Thanksgiving last year. We found it via the Football Ramble, which we have been listening to for a few months prior, and it's our favourite football podcast. Anyhow, we'll be honest and admit that a lot of the references you two make during the show go completely over our heads. Although, to be completely and truly honest, when this happens, we usually look at each other and laugh along for several moments before one of us says, what? <laughs> a perfect example of this is the woodlice discussion. 
Okay. We immensely enjoyed hearing the extensive list of British synonyms for woodlice so much that it wasn't until episode 136 that I finally conceded I had no idea what a woodlouse was. Mm. At first, I thought it was a termite, but why would so many English children and grandparents be encountering termites so often? I don't think we have termites here, do we? I don't know. And so I actually Googled it to see these hilarious creatures you guys have so many excellent names for. After a two-second image search, my husband was doing the same thing on his phone, but I am younger and faster. I was surprised and a smidge disappointed to see that you were talking about pill bugs. Ah, uh, yes, and they do call them pill bugs. Don't alternatively, they? as James calls them, roly-polies. <laughs> Both pill bug and roly-poly, I would say, are much more accurately descriptive than pretty much every single term you listed across three shows but neither of which are nearly as much fun to say as Chiggywig or Chucky Pig or Grizzly Gramfoot or whatever. So there you go. Cheers, Sally and James. There's one with gravy involved, wasn't there? Um, listen, you, Sunshine. Gramfoot gravy. Gramfoot gravy. <laughs> That's got to be made up, that one. <laughs> listen, you, Sunshine. Um, there are, I think, five different versions of the woodlice or the woodlouse. No, there's like 12, one, I think. And one of them doesn't roll up. Yeah, like, I know. Like some of them don't roll up. There's only one that does roll up. So right. you, the pill bug that rolls or the roly-poly one, that's, That's what right, you're yeah. talking about. So you've probably got a different genus. So I thought there were two. I thought there was one, and very scientifically, I thought there was one that rolled up and one that didn't. Mm. And we learned like last week, I think there's about 12 of them. Do you reckon they taste it because they are crustaceans, right? They taste a bit like lobster or prawn. It's disgusting yeah. to think about, but I mean... There's, there's one the that you future, get in Australia it? called some, a something bug, mm. which is like a massive woodlouse, and they do eat it. Yeah. If you're listening in Australia, let us know what it is. It's definitely something bug. It's called like a... I don't know, like a Byron Bay bug or something. Yeah. And they do eat it like it's a lobster. It looks horrendously <laughs> bad. I, I mean, lobsters, if lobsters didn't come out of the sea that we sort of assume are um, clean, like we wouldn't necessarily be like, hmm, great, let's eat that fucking monster. No, big, I agree. Uh, I think you're claws. right. I think that's right, yeah. Have you, have you got any more there, Peter? Um, I, just, I just put my phone down. I thought we were moving on. I thought so. you were finding one while I was reading my email. Well, I was... I'd moved on because I was using my mobile phone and moved on to the man fucking a cockroach. Oh, um, yeah, that's right, yeah. It's um, it a great contribution, man, and, I, and we all appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Keith Reynolds, I wanted to put this one uh, last week. I didn't uh, have time, though. Hey, guys, isn't it Luke droning on about Buzz Aldrin's greatness in episode uh, 135? Worth noting that Buzz is a notorious asshole who can't stand uh, being in a room where he isn't the absolute centre of attention. Don't get me wrong, he's done some awesome things, walked on the moon, punched a dude in the face, but also a giant egotistical asshat. Keith... Mate, he's beaten to the moon. Yeah, I mean, what? If you, I mean, you, I've seen what you do as a job. I'm not going to reveal it. But, <laughs> I haven't seen it. But you will have experienced uh, men, and mainly men, who are arrogant asshats. So if that arrogant asshat happened to have been on the moon, I think he gets a pass, to be honest. He's I agree. The moon. And I, I, I don't know what Keith's contribution is, unless it's creating a, a YouTube cooking channel. Well, I think, he works, for, I think he works for a media agency. So he will have experienced knobheads, yeah, as I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It possibly could even be one. Possibly. Um, why don't we, Keith, let us know your big contribution, your top five contributions, and we'll make an assessment. <laughs> and we'll see which side of the fence we fall down Yeah, but upon. we don't know whether he's um, abu- he's an abusive um, tool. A tool? We, we, don't, we don't know whether he's That's a tool or not. It's a very floral way of very saying floral. tool. Yeah. Pete, I, um, I have no reason to believe Keith is a, is a, is a bad person. No. Uh, I'm sure he's an absolutely lovely person. And, and he's absolutely right. It tapped into one thing, which is that... Um, just because you've been to the moon doesn't mean you sh- you should be a dickhead. I mean, it's always good to be a good person as well. Yeah. I love Buzz, though. I love him. Yeah. Well, again, we love him because he punched a man in the face. And <laughs> is there any finer? <laughs> you put way? it like that. Is it's there like... any finer reason to love the, someone? The man did deserve it. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. Right in the kisser. All right. Before we go, Pete, what have you got planned for the rest of the week? Um, me and you got to go do a talk somewhere, and then yeah, oh, I've got to do some editing. What have we got for the rest of the week? No, I've got nothing planned. Nothing. 
I've uh, finished the game Piku Niku, which I recommend you get that for your Switch. You know, I recommended the game Minute. Yeah. If you haven't downloaded that, don't worry about that. Download Piku Niku. It it's is, better, is it? the first game that's made me genuinely laugh, belly laugh, um, in years. It is brilliant. I um, haven't got round to starting the game you gave me last week yet. Piku Niku. Super Mario Odyssey you gave oh, me. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, when it comes to gaming, I'm a basic bitch. Am I going to like it or not? Uh, well, you're going to like Mario. And oh, I know that, but am I going to like this oh, new one? Yeah, it's brilliant. What's you, it about? Uh, it's about a ma. It's about a little bloke who comes out of a cave. Everyone thinks he's a monster, um, but he ends up helping a village. Right. It really is fucking hilarious. It sounds like um, a bit like Shrek. Yeah, a little bit, but it's very simple. Uh, it's not as esoteric. It's not as silly as games like Loco Roco which was a game on the PSP. It's not as silly as that. It's um, similar. It's vector animation, but it has so much character, you can't fail to be enchanted and amused by it. This sounds to me like an official Pete Donaldson recommendation. It's two thumbs up from me, guys. And I think Great. it's free on Twitch Prime if you're on Twitch. So there, there we, we go. go. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you very much for, if you've made a contribution to this show. We will, yes. of course, be back on Thursday with more of this type of nonsense. Yes. If you love the show, tell all your friends, share it, review it, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com with an email. Yeah. At Luke and Peach on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Yep. This was a Radio Staccano production. 